Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. How was your morning? It's okay. I have been having like lower back pain. Mm. I don't know. It's like really bad. Like when I sneeze, it hurts. Like oh, I, shit. I'm like, oh no, I'm about to sneeze and it's going to hurt my back. And I, I like, it hurts right now. Like oh, it no. hurts all the time. Was it, you think something you, like you did or just maybe probably more likely something i didn't do <laughs> oh, <laughs> like man. work out or stand <laughs> enough well, yeah lower back pain is really bad yeah too bad uh doctors aren't giving out oxys like candy anymore <sighs> i know bring back the sacklers <laughs> yeah. i need a fucking fix those poor sacklers that one joss tried to do a fashion show with uh courtney love and Wait, tried to, what do you mean do one? She's like a fashion designer, Joss oh. Sackler, because she, she married into the Sackler. Oh, well, she married in. Uh, but no one wants to work with her, obviously. Of course not. Um, and she apparently emailed Courtney Love's like assistant saying that she was going to give her $150,000 just to like, just to watch the fashion show, just to sit there. Okay. And Courtney Love went ballistic on her. Of course her, she did. Courtney was, Love is not, that's the wrong person no, to ask I, to come to like, your fashion show. <laughs> she was so good. She's like, I am the most famous ex-junkie in the world and like your family has ruined millions of lives. Wait, where did where did she say this? Like, Oh, on Instagram. I see. Yeah, no, I went into like a deep dive. Just Google Joss Sackler, Courtney Love feud. It's wonderful. Feud. Courtney Love is a hero. Courtney Love is really cool. I mean, you... I mean, I would be scared to invite Courtney Love to something and I, I like haven't even done anything, yeah. but I would just assume she'd yell at me if I talked to her. Like, why the fuck would you be a Sackler? This woman has stupid? no shame at all. Well, I think you have to be kind of a sociopath, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. To be in that family at all. To uh, marry. I mean, marrying in is almost worse because it's like you chose that path. Totally. Um, yeah. And like you, well, I don't know where, what her like birth family is because they probably are horrible too. I, I always think of like the, the Trumps and the Kushners. They just sort of attract each other. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and speaking of 
the big like Gwyneth adjacent news this week was did you follow any of the WeWork drama? Um no. So uh WeWork, I guess, was about to launch their like IPO and become a public company, but then right before it launched, it uh reporters or whatever realized that it was worth a lot less money than the CEO was saying that it was worth. And the CEO's wife is Rebecca Paltrow Newman. She's Gwyneth Paltrow's first cousin. And <laughs> and she also is like a high up executive. Like she like they're a they're a team. The Adam Adam Newman, who's like this six five uh charismatic sociopath WeWork CEO. And then uh-huh. his wife is Gwyneth Paltrow's first cousin and from the father side of the family. So uh she got the the dad's looks. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was just on Instagram trying to find uh Courtney Love telling off the the Oxycontin people. Oh I found yeah. it. Okay. Okay, sorry. Anyway. So we work so I at first I thought, well, this is just like a fun sort of uh Schadenfreude story about rich tech assholes uh ruining people's lives. But then so like these people are crazy. Uh Adam Newman said his goal this is before all this shit came out but he was like he apparently said his goal is to be the world's first trillionaire okay and he want he was born in israel so he wants to be either israel's prime minister or change America's. the laws sorry to be, edit that out <laughs> yeah to be america's president or becoming the le- the leader of the world <laughs> this is his other goal okay he should not is he Jew- he's jewish obviously yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, um and so, and then she was known for, apparently she would just get employees that we work fired if she talked to them and she didn't like their energy. Okay. Uh, and apparently they had like this meeting last year where they had to fire 20% of their work staff because they said they were, you know, didn't have enough money. And then right after they did that at the meeting, they had run DMC come out and do like a performance. And then they had like tequila shots for everyone. Okay. And everyone at the company was completely stunned that they would be like wasting all this money so anyway the ipo valuation has been slashed uh newman thinks the company's worth far more but it's basically in a tailspin and it's and we know we work we went to a we meeting. went to a we work yeah and i liked it going there they i thought we work was really nice but um what so we work is just so they're not they're losing money yeah and it's like all these tech companies that are really popular like uber eats or what or i mean netflix was even like this for a while that they're growing they have a big customer base people like them but they've never actually found a way to make money and it's like it's just all these like wall street people and tech people propping each other up even though they're not there's nothing real about it the reason that it should be illegal is because they're destroying the economy in order to like exactly prop each other up with like fake money and become rich off nothing and just like turn labor, like make labor essentially like valueless and like make it so that like the, the idea of being an employee is like a luxury. Yeah. (laughs) Like they have made it like, I don't think we work has done this, but I, I mean, maybe, but like Uber certainly has like the idea that like your time is, not valuable or that like everybody can be a contract worker 
And the fact that these companies are not profitable doesn't matter. They're still becoming, they're still somehow getting rich off of it. Yeah, it's like the new, like, it's the new real estate bubble. Like, this is like the scam of like our generation. Totally. Like, this is what's going it's on. It's the same now. thing. Yeah. And I think it's all going to collapse. Well, it has to collapse because soon. ultimately what's going to, because what ha- what's going to happen is like these companies are going to have to start turning a profit at some point, including Amazon, like, yeah. which is they're going to have to start charging what the products are worth because the reason Amazon can put every store out of business is that they don't uh, charge what things are actually worth. Because they never had to actually make money. Because they don't have to actually make money. They don't pay their employees a fair wage. Like they don't, they, it's a not a, it's a dishonest company. Um, but eventually they, they will have to start charging more money and when they do, they're not going to have the client base that they have. Like that, people aren't going to be people can't afford to pay full price anymore because Amazon wrecked the economy to the point that people need to pay, you know, eight dollars for a book or whatever. Like you can't pay yeah, the you, full, full twenty five dollars. Like that's how they did that. Yeah. So like they've created a consumer class that is used to paying undervalue for every good and service. And then also creating an economy where even if people wanted to be responsible and pay what things are worth, they're not able to. A lot of people can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. So. so it's like this whole, and plus the rise of automation, uh, people don't have jobs, don't have full-time work, don't have a living wage. Uh, it's all it's all crumbling. And that makes me think, and this might be controversial, I don't think Goop's going to exist in five years. Well, I think Goop is a more ethical company than Amazon. Well, sure. And Goop also definitely charges what things are worth and That's then true. some. I mean, they're and they do they're like you are paying full price for shipping. There's no fucking Goop Prime. Like you don't get it in two days. You get it in six weeks and you pay for that six weeks. I mean, that's true. So maybe in that respect, Goop is the most ethical company of all. Well, I think that they they don't cut corners and they probably treat their employees fairly. It seems I mean, like it. Yeah. it doesn't seem like they're paying people like less than they no, should No, it be. seems like their employees are making a good living. I guess and what I mean is like Goop, uh, aside from all the, you know, the alternative health claims and the woo-woo stuff that people complain about, Goop's brand as for the overclass, basically, I think, I don't know. One, the like, overclass? I've never heard that term. Like the, the upper the, class? The, the, the elite, yeah. The, it's the overclass? Or maybe, did I just make up that? I don't know. Well, I thought that was like a term that you heard or I something. I think so, yeah. Like the ruling class. The ruling class. Maybe it's, yeah, I don't know. I've heard overclass, but maybe that's not right. Okay. Uh, once these people are becoming more and more like anathema to the rest of society and, and being fairly blamed for the problems that that has has plagued everyone else goop is not going to be able to like pivot to something because their sort of original sin was uh was attracting the one percent and so are they gonna i don't think they're gonna want to pivot to things i mean there are plenty of luxury brands yeah i don't know i I mean, unless the entire economy crumbles and like no one can afford anything, then yeah, I guess Goop won't exist if like Goop stops existing. And also like, well, I guess Barney's had to close their, their, that store. Yeah. And like all of these luxury brands are basically now loss leaders for 
like giant conglomerations. What's a loss leader? Uh, a company or a product that doesn't make money but is um, used as like a calling card for something. So like Louis Vuitton or Gucci, any of these big like designers, they're now part of these giant corporations and they oh. in and of themselves don't really make a lot of money for the corporations. They're just used as, as like, like a luxury. Advertisement, exactly. Basically. And so like, and also Goop, you know, Goop doesn't have an IPO. We have no idea how much money Goop makes. Like, right. But I mean, it seems like they're making a lot of money. It seems like it, but who knows? Like Uber lost a billion dollars. Like all these companies that we think are, are really profitable and really successful are actually losing money. Yeah, but Goop is actually selling shit. But who's buying it? I don't know, but like, I think people buy it. I don't know. And they sell um, advertising. That is true. Everything is advertising. I just... And I'm sure they're selling data, but like, <laughs> I don't think they have... But it's not like... Um, it's, you know, they don't ask you actually for a lot of information as these things go. I mean, like, you don't... Other than, like, shipping information, if you buy something, like, you don't really, like... Yeah, they seem there's to no, know... like, social networking aspect to Goop or They seem to like know that. nothing about... Like, every time I log on to Goop, they ask me for their e for my email address as if they You've have never not been on it, it before. five yeah. million times. Yeah. They always ask me if I want to sign up for the newsletter. And I'm like... Because even, like, the where I shop online, like, um, Mod Cloth or Madewell or, like, something like that you log in once and they know you like every time I go on these websites like I'm lo permanently logged in I have an account I have a balance like it's a totally different Sephora like all of these every other online shopping experience is very like personalized to me they obviously have like me on file but goop I have to every the whenever I buy stuff from goop which is like once a year when they have the really big sale I'll buy like one little thing um, I always have to like re-enter everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. I just think they are, when the economy crumbles, when the ruling class goes to the guillotine, Goop is gonna not be able to like- You really wanna, you like are thirsty for blood. You like wanna kill, I, you wanna <laughs> kill people. I wanted to, actually I was gonna ask you before we started recording if we can start a new segment just the, that's called off with our head. No, we a can't. Person every week. <laughs> no, <laughs> start another podcast. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Is that true? I was like, oh, it'd be fun to. Well, it would be fun to like have another like woman you want to kill every no, week. Well, Sometimes a man. Yeah, yeah, it could be a man. It could be uh, Stephen Gundry. It could be WC. Who knows? But you're right. That's not. That's that it was being it was a joke like it not not literal off with their head but just like oh this person's annoying me this it's week. like off with their head like maybe I'll be president for three terms like yeah. those kinds of jokes exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll um we'll revisit that at a later date then yeah this is um a podcast <laughs> we're becoming too radicalized i think I that you need to completely radicalized you need to send me months. your fucking podcast cue and let me do some editing because okay. i feel like i've turned you on to some certain podcasts that I think are driving you insane <laughs> i think so it's because i this is my my daily podcast schedule i get i start off in the morning very like centrist and then, <laughs> and then in the morning you're centrist and then as i drift off to sleep at night i get more and more radicalized and by the by the end by the nighttime when i'm in bed who the fuck knows what i'm listening to i mean yeah like you're basically yeah because yeah. we like 
in 20 like 15 you were big like hillary supporter yeah i i mean i i I still say hillary should have beaten trump like she's much better than trump yeah like i'm not i'm not one of these insane people who are equating like clinton the clintons with like the worst element of our country and maybe it's because some of them bill Oh sure. Well, sh- well Bill yeah. is Bill equated himself with the worst element ever. That country. is absolutely true. Twenty three times. <laughs> Twenty three times. Uh, but yeah, I think. Well, and also the I don't know. May, I've changed probably, but like the country's changed too, and I feel like, uh, af like it's it, we're in a different state four years or three years into Trump, or it'll you know it'll be four years. You certainly are. I, yeah, I certainly <laughs> am. But all I'm saying is, in the morning, I'll listen to nice like slate political gab fest or pod save america yeah and then at night i don't even want to say what i'm listening yeah, to. yeah please don't <laughs> um i can guess but i won't say it um but yeah i i mean i get it i can't listen to i certainly can't listen to slate political gab fest it's like so elite i it can't really bad i i listen i don't even i sometimes i listen to pod save america um but just for like i think like good analysis of like they can explain really well like what's going on and like what the people are thinking who are in power and like what mm-hmm. like how it works and stuff like that shit sorry i'm sorry but you, yeah i guess you have to like take all these things with a grain of salt everyone's coming from like a specific point of view and a specific life experience and i guess what what sort of made me question pod save america was like when they would do their live uh shows and they would name off you know whatever candidate they were talking about and when they named Elizabeth Warren, everyone would just like hoot and holler and go crazy. And like no one else, like everyone else, whether it's, you know, like Biden or Sanders or whoever, it seemed like everyone in this audience. And I, I would say 80% chance I will vote for Elizabeth Warren in the primary, but like it made me question, Oh, like I'm just like, it's like an echo chamber. I'm listening to people who, who like agree with agree you. With me and, and I need to, I don't know, broaden that out a little bit. Yeah. I think that's probably, I mean, it's good because like you definitely can get into it and then you don't understand you're like wait like i'm sure there are people out there who are like why would anybody not just vote for biden i mean there are people who just think like oh well it's gonna be biden and everything else is noise and it just that's how it goes like they aren't even like they would they don't even consider even like warren or somebody like a you know like or like kamala or whatever like they don't they only think it's biden yeah, and same with uh sanders people and, and sanders and same people with also people, honestly to some like, extent sanders people obviously are like a breed oh apart <laughs> we'll get in trouble no i'm scared like, I, 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 like I love bernie sanders, sanders. Like, he has, he's amazing he's and he stayed the same for like 30 years and he's he's had his issues and even when they were deeply unpopular he he uh didn't change and that's really admirable but some of his supporters oh yeah yeah. yeah. i mean he's not a shoo-in and he's not like ev- any like adversity that he faces isn't like a conspiracy from the elite yeah it's- but he's also not an afterthought like that some i think and to you know rag on pod save america again pod save america you know new york times msnbc these sort of like elite uh quote-unquote left leaning media outlets are quote unquote left leaning yeah well because they are not i mean sanders still is in the mix and i don't i don't think that they are giving him enough i mean i don't really watch i definitely don't watch msnbc um i don't really listen to pod save america i read the new york times but not i guess i not really but maybe my brain is just being poisoned by 
leftist podcasts that is uh, you wouldn't be the first (laughs) (laughs) uh oh man i thought we were going to stop talking about politics after well marianne still hasn't dropped out but i mean that's the only thing like that's the reason that i don't think i'm going to vote for warren because if i vote it's just going to be writing in williamson oh boy in the primary (laughs) uh her emails have gotten less and less frequent i think i think it's winding down winding down but you can write in whoever you want well actually i don't know if you can for the primary you're gonna really write in marianne for the primary you're not. You're lying to I'm me. I'm not going to really write okay. it. Marianne for the primary, Brian. Don't worry. I'll vote for Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I, hey, like I'm want. undecided now. I mean, I still stand by I might not vote. I don't I, in the primary. Uh, I think you should. I know you do. Mm-hmm. But right. it, <laughs> I mean, I don't. Um, I just don't think it matters. Okay, I just, I don't know. I just don't want Joe Biden to win the nomination. He'll well, get clobbered. I think, I'll, <laughs> whatever, I think any of them will. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Oh, God, four more years of Trump, great. Okay. Uh, let's move on. This is depressing. Okay. Um, I also just like saying that I'm not going to vote because the last time I said I wasn't going to vote on the primary, like some lady was like, please vote. It's very easy. And like sent me a link for like how I can like go, oh, how no. I can like register to vote or like some like really condescending bullshit like that. And I was like, okay, so now I'm just like trolling. You're everybody. trolling our audience. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Uh, join our Patreon guys. We love but you. You can join our Patreon. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to the newsletters, and I guess we're not going to do my off with their head segment. No, okay, we'll save that for next week. What's your best of the week? <laughs> save it for your blog. My best of the week are the fall getaways. Yay! Um, so the fall getaway section. So again, I I literally do think that they listen to this now after the fall. Like I really do because this was like a really good. After last week, we were like the the travel section is getting really shitty, and we want like more stuff and then they were like here are three interesting full getaways and so they did like um i don't even remember like what they, oh they were like joshua tree the like cotswolds or something oh, like yeah, in, in england and mexico city so it's like not like the most obvious things in the world and then they actually talked about like really detailed like airbnb like specific airbnbs that are good or like specific like places to go for like like specific bars in like england specific restaurants in mexico city like they were very like they had really good points and then after that they had like they did have the like whatever like like editorial like fashion part of it Uh which is like fine i mean i know that's a part of it and whatever but i liked the these were like good articles i thought specific travel recommendations not you know they're still trendy places it's still goop like mexico city is very trendy right now but it's it's it was informative yeah i mean i didn't think it was like um yeah i thought it was and i thought like it was what we were asking for last week so thank you guys thank you most improved travel section (laughs) yeah it definitely gets most improved but i also like i just enjoyed it and i really wish i was could afford to go on a vacation oh the cotswolds sound great those that cottage just sounds so cozy i wish i could afford to go back to england and see my family but unfortunately i can't (laughs) i really want to go to mexico city too yeah me too uh i've never been I've never been to Mexico, which is crazy because I've lived in LA yeah. for like most of my life. I mean, I've been to like Cabo and stuff, but does that count? I'm, yeah, counts. I, guess, yeah. I mean, I've never been to, I've never been yeah. in the country. Uh, so my best was the article and video entitled French makeup artist Violette 
Or wait, that's that was just my notes. It's not called that. I was gonna say, oh boy. All right. Um, it was called a French makeup artist talks about her skincare routine, something like that. See, I couldn't even open that because I was like so depressed because I know I couldn't afford any new stuff, and also it was just like all the old stuff. Well, I knew exactly. I saw right below it where it has like the shit that's in it, and I was like, okay. Yeah, it wasn't any new stuff. It was just like your typical goop. Um, facial routine, your uh, malachite, your microderm instant exfoliator, your blah blah blah. But I want that microderm f- fucking exfoliator so fucking bad. It is good. It it's burns. so good. It burns, and it was. So- Remember when we got that sample or whatever? My skin looked so. I don't know. What were we talking about? The dog was barking. <laughs> I don't know. The dog was barking. We were talking. Oh, this about- French lady. Yes. Oh yeah. Avila. And how I was too. Oh, and how I. Oh, we were talking about how good that microdermabrasion pad so is. So yeah. good. Oh I God, just I actually I just found the sample from when we went to Credo. There was some <gasps> microdermabrasion. You still had one. I had it. I saw it. it was in my drawer, but I used it all a couple nights ago. Oh, because my skin is horrible now because I've been using Jen Gunter's vulva cream on my fucking face. Keep anything Jen Gunter puts on her vagina as far away from yeah. your face as possible. Sarah V fucking sucks. It makes me Whoa. break out. I'm going back to Cetaphil. He went I, there. I was like in a desk, like desperate because my face is so oily after using Sarah V. I was like, I need some sort of um, exfoliator, and I found I found that uh, Credo sample. It was great, mm. but not as good as the Goop one. Anyway, Violette, this video is hilarious because it's like, and I'm not equating. <laughs> no, uh, it's a little minstrelsy. She's French minstrelsy. She is, and it's, I I don't, I don't know. She is playing up her Frenchness and Goop is making it seem like she knows all the answers because she's French. And then in the video, they play like accordion music the whole time. And literally they, (laughs) they always introduce her as like, oh, our, the French makeup artist, she's French. And Violette herself, every five seconds, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. My English is so bad. Like she's, they're all playing it up. Okay. And all I'm saying is, I don't know how much of it is her skill as a makeup artist and how much of it is people trust French people when it comes to beauty. That's all I'm saying. No idea. But anyway, uh, she is very pretty and I do believe that Goop is courting her to probably hire her on full time as like the Goop makeup guru. Do you think that they have to court her? Do you think that like it's like... (laughs) Well, what is she doing? It is definitely a dance okay, of seduction it's a dance. between Goop and her. <laughs> like, because she right now she's apparently a very popular makeup artist, freelancing, go there, go in here, she's go like in a there, Paris, New York. Yeah. yeah. So, like, does she want to be stuck in the Goop offices all day? Yeah. And just like scrubbing Gwyneth's face? No. <laughs> for pennies on the dollar. I guess. Okay. Well, when you put it that way, I can see how there's a little bit of coercion involved. <laughs> But I don't know. I like the, uh, she's very personable. She does a good makeup tutorial. I think, I think she would make a good addition to like the regular goop team is all I'm saying. I think goop needs a French person. I mean, like they're always obsessed over yeah. like French girl, French woman, never French woman, always French girl. <laughs> That's something that they need to work on. But like French person, how style makeup skin da 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 like yeah. get a french person on there and it, it is a little weird because it's like fetishizing a nationality well i mean the french is already fetishized like it's yeah. not like they're not doing anything weird it's not french people are fine sure well yeah <laughs> and, and like goop is not the only people that do that well i mean like 
The French are famous for like having great like fashion and yeah. food and beauty products. Like that's something that the country does really well and everybody knows that. That's true. That's true. I don't know. And the good style and like people love to travel to France and I guess. I just want to clarify, I'm pro French, pro Violette, and pro her working for Goop. They're lovely people. Well, it is them. your best. It is my best. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, what's your worst? My worst is the gluten-free pasta, although it does make an appearance later on my list, mm. so I won't fully write it off, but just in general, and I do eat gluten-free pasta actually a lot, but my first instinct is just like, fuck this, but then actually, when I think about it, the only pasta I even have in my house right now is gluten-free. I love the Trader Joe's brown rice and uh, quinoa Oh, I'll pasta. It's very good. But yeah, I agree. Like the, the gluten-free trend seems to be waning. People are realizing that maybe gluten is not the issue for pe- for most people. Unless you have I celiacs. think it was a fad yeah. and it's, I mean, whatever. Uh, I mean, it's, it's still very prominent in certain, you know, paleo circles. For sure. But I feel like most people are moving on from that. But the thing I would, uh, I'll move ahead quickly to the thing I would buy was the Capello's almond flour fettuccine. Yeah, that sounds gross to me. See, I've never tried it, but I see it at the grocery store in the freezer section and it always like the, the packaging just looks nice to me. It's like black and white. It looks very fancy. And then on this article, they say uh, Capello's was recommended to us by a gluten-free connoisseur. Mm. She said it was the best and she was right. It's easily the most delicious, fresh, gluten-free pasta we tried because it's fresh pasta, has eggs, which combined with almond flour give this pasta some significant protein. That You're right. That might sound gross, but... Uh, but it uses tapioca in lieu of rice or corn. So it's grain free and paleo friendly. So it seems like at night, if you're trying to do maybe less carbs for dinner, this would be a good option. Yeah. Well, I'll jump ahead too to the mm. thing I would try, which is the lentil pasta on mm. this. Not just, I think there are several brands. I didn't pick one, but I was just like, I like the idea of using like a lentil pasta just for like, um, like vegan protein to like, just as like another way to like eat like chickpeas or lentils or something to have like those in pasta form. Yeah. Cause you're, you're trying to be mostly vegan. Mostly. No vegetarian. I mean like we're just being pretty like, you know, most days except for, I mean, but like not a hundred percent. Like I had all of these chicken breasts in my freezer and I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to like, cook them and eat them because i don't want to just throw them yeah, out don't throw them so out. like i'm still like so i have like in the fridge right now this like cooked chicken breast that i've been eating like all week and i've got like one turkey burger left in there and then like so i'll eat those eventually and then like we've like when i go to someone's house if they like made meat i've like eaten it because i'm yeah. not going to be like no but i'm not and when we went to North Carolina, we both ate meat. For sure. But other than that, pretty much vegetarian. And as we'll learn later in this podcast, you don't have to be all vegan and or all carnivore. Well, you certainly shouldn't be all carnivore. <laughs> That's true. Unless you're a little like, Unless you're something. keto yeah, yeah, or a keto. cat. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, I'll say my worst was Elise Lunin's article about skiing. Is she the one? Is she your nominee for Awful Her Head? Well, we're not doing that segment, so she's not my nominee. But, but in your heart, we were, in my yeah. heart. And again, this is a metaphorical, and I am 
absolutely not inciting violence against anyone. I but don't this think. is the second time that you've called for like the murder of the of people that you deem to be rich. The first people I just want to remind the audience were my parents. Okay. No, it was a coincidence. <laughs> it was just a coincidence. I just said Rolex, and you said my parents had a Rolex, and then you said cut their heads off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so yeah it's all a joke we love everyone here ungoop yourself but elise she's the chief content officer which is i'm sure a very hard job she also is the regular host of the goop podcast which is another big job now she's writing articles about skiing i don't need to know that you were a fucking competitive skier in high school like i already feel bad about myself i don't need you to be this perfect And Elise Lunin is not perfect. Have you seen a picture of her? I'm sorry. Maggie. I know that's fucked up, but like, come on, Elise Lunin is not perfect. No, Elise Lunin is Elise Lunin is not perfect. Uh, I maybe or I. Or have you like heard her interview? Any have you heard her fucking podcast? My God, uh, that interview she did with the girl from college is like one of the saddest things I've ever heard in my life. Oh, I didn't listen. I think I just heard you talk about it. I, I haven't really listened to the podcast in a while. Uh, but she talks about like going down a slope at 10,000 feet, uh, a mix of shoots, tight tree turns, open bowls, like all these words I don't even know. I'm like, I'd fall off skis if I tried to do it. Uh, it just made me sad because I feel inadequate. So you want to learn how to ski. Is the- I know, but the thing is I know how to ski on a... In a, on a very basic level. So you want to get better at skiing. I want to get, maybe that's what I mean. I want to get better. I think that's what you mean. I would love to, I, but the thing is I don't like skiing. Like I don't like the whole ritual of having to, you know, you drive up to the snow, you have to buy a lift ticket. You have to like rent, if, unless you own all these skis. Well, if you do own the skis, you have to strap the skis to your car. If you don't own them, you have to rent them. Uh, you have to, it's like a, a big, a big rigmarole for like a pretty quick moment of pleasure. But maybe the more, I, if I did it more. So you don't like skiing and you're not very good at it, but you're angry that Elise Lunin does like it. And he has, it's just and one more thing it. that I d- did not know she was good at. What else is she good at? She has a very important job at Goop and she's very successful. She seems to have a really happy marriage with a do man you who doesn't fart as much as he used to. Do you want to work? Do you want her job? To be chief content officer at Goop. Do you want that? I think that ship has sailed for me. But I mean, is that something that you would ever have wanted? <laughs> is that why we're doing this? Because I'm we actually want to work there? I'm no. just saying like, why would you be like another thing that she's good at? Like who gives a shit? She's good at stuff that you don't want to do. That's true. You know what? It's fine. It's just like, ugh, does she really have to ski too? I, I don't know. That's all. I, I'm just being honest of how I felt when I read that article. I'm just surprised because like when I think of Elise Lunin, I think heartbreak, tragedy, sad. Like she never became the person she wanted to be. Like she's constantly in the shadows. She's a. Al- I think she's she exactly to, where she wants to I be. I think she needs to like go to Al-Anon I think she's like compulsively supportive like I think that she's basically a beta and like she she wants more but she doesn't have it I I don't feel jealous of Elise Lunin at all I feel sad for Elise Lunin I feel like she was an elite skier in high school who then met a guy that she fell in love with and landed her dream job well, that's a happier way to. And then I would rather think of her that way than the way I do. I'd rather hear a happy story than a sad one. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Well. All right. So, different philosophies. It's like a Rashomon. It is of, a Rashomon. Yeah. <laughs> of Elise Luna's life. 
That's true. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think of all these Lunas? Yeah. Uh, chime in. If yeah. you uh, listen to our podcast, you probably have an opinion. If you work at Goop, I'm sure you have an opinion. I guess I, I'm caught in between my two instincts. One is a violent, angry impulse to lash out. And the other one is to have empathy for all people. But why do you want to lash out? Why are you so angry today? I think because I didn't exercise this morning. I woke up late and I didn't do yoga and I didn't go to the gym. And I had a a pumpkin cream uh, cold brew from Starbucks. So it had a ton of sugar and a ton of caffeine. And then I just read goop and yeah. So maybe that, I don't know. I'm self-diagnosing my anger. And once again, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Let's please move on. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll try to just do some deep breathing exercises and um, and let my anger go. In the meantime. I'm proud of you. What was your craziest or saddest? My craziest was like releasing your ecstasy or whatever. I literally could not even I didn't understand that. what the fuck the guy was even talking about there. It was like, okay, so the idea is what? So everybody needs to like... Re- he's talking about how like everybody's fucked up because we don't have moments of like pure ecstasy in our like day, which I'm like, I don't know. Most of us do because like most people are either like having sex or doing drugs or something, (laughs) but whatever. But then like the only way to get ecstasy was all just like really boring meditation. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's just say, I know a couple other ways to get a little bit more ecstasy than medication. Yeah. One of them is called, ecstasy <laughs> <laughs> well, it was in our day yeah, know, it's not, not called anymore. that anymore uh, this is also an ancient modality which i'm glad that they're doing more ancient modalities it's always a fun one but Keep yeah it I, ancient guys i i think because of my newly diagnosed um intense anger problem yeah i saw the picture this was also like one of the last articles on my list and so i saw a picture of a woman on the beach like jumping for joy and i i literally couldn't read any of this article because there was a happy woman. <laughs> God, Brian, you need to go to a fucking psychiatrist. Yeah. I think you hate women. No, it has nothing to do with women. I just, I, uh, it, no, it has nothing to do with women. It's, it's not because people, it was a happy woman. No, it's just a happy not. person no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. who happened to be a woman. Yeah, no, yeah, it has nothing to, I love women. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm a gay man, so I automatically You automatically get a pass on that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get a pass. <laughs> uh, no, right, yeah, well, no, it really has not. I mean, I, I, any anyone jumping for joy unironically, I immediately... Well, she's feeling ecstasy. She meditated. Good for fucking her. I mean, if you... Maybe if you had hit the gym this morning, you'd be jumping for Obviously. joy. Obviously. Or maybe if I meditated for five minutes or did a or fucking 10-minute yoga class instead of walking to Starbucks and getting a sugar-filled, disgusting pumpkin cold brew. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Sometimes you get too much sugar and you just go off. And I do not have to work this afternoon, so I could do yoga or meditate this afternoon or go to the gym. You could do it all. I could do it all. Will I... That is the question. TBD. TBD. To be determined. Uh, so who's this fucking guy? And he, what does he want us to do? He wants us to meditate. Ugh. He is a guy who is named Alex Belser. He's a psychiatrist. No, a psychologist. Um, and he felt as if he were living in a Buddhist straitjacket. But then <laughs> I broke through into something that was utterly beautiful. Uh He's a clinical research fellow and therapy supervisor at Yale University and an adjunct instructor of psychology at New York University, just like Lauren Duca. Just kidding. <laughs> she did work at the class there. Um, he works with clients on this kind of cha- change 
in his private practice. Um, whatever. I don't know. He just like tells you to meditate, but like to be happy. Yeah. And he, apparently he developed uh, a company called Happy that is an app. He says, because of the loneliness epidemic, I helped co-found a young company called Happy. Happy is an app where you can call 24 hours a day, seven days a week and talk to somebody who this provides is the co- emotional support. This is Are what you I crying? Need. This is oh, what I need. Yeah, you do. But I need the Happy app. It's entirely natural to want to experience non-ordinary consciousness. He says, as natural as when a child spins and spins on the playground until she becomes dizzy and finds her own expanded consciousness state. Conscious state. I do remember as a child spinning and spinning. I did that because we didn't have drugs. Yeah, that's Because we were too little to have drugs, so you just spin around until mm-hmm. you get dizzy and lie down. And you're like, whoa, whoa, this is fun. And like, it is fun. And then like, you get older and you just do get drugs. drunk. Yeah. But now we're like too old to do drugs. No, we're not. Ugh. Well, now we have to meditate because yeah. we've ruined our bodies. So you go from twirling around to doing drugs to meditating to You get death. 20 years. You get 20 years to do whatever you want with your body and then you have to clean it up. So I'm... We're on the descent. I'm. I think I'm done. You're done. Because I, yeah. Because I started drinking and smoking when I was about sixteen, and now I'm, well, I my twenty age, years later. Yeah, twenty years later. Let's say, <laughs> let's say, <laughs> give or take. Yeah. So yeah. Oh God, I guess I'm. Yeah, I'm just at the point of life where it's time to clean the shit up. Fuck. It happens, you know. Yeah, I can't even do this stupid pumpkin cream latte. It makes me ins- or cold brew it makes me insane. You can do it once in a while, but yeah, it probably the thing is was making you insane before, but you didn't care as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's true because you well, your body is young and so it like recovers quicker, but then also you're so fucked up in so many ways that like having your body feel bad is the least of your issues. Yeah, and then when you and then so yeah, it's a combination of your body is getting worse and you have more like time and space to think about it. Uh, oh man, that's depressing. Yeah. But so, okay. So I'll get this happy app, meditate, spin around every once in a while to get my kicks. I can still drink a little bit. You can drink a little bit. You can have like two glasses of yeah, wine two. a night. That's all I want. Well, Good. at night, that's a lot. Yeah. Like every, yeah. A couple times a week. I need like, well, I don't, I don't want to get into it, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I drink more than two glasses a night. Well, actually not every night. No. But some nights. I, I wish, okay, this is what I wish. I wish there was a drug that was not alcohol, not weed. Okay. Because I can't, I, weed doesn't make me re- relax, but also like not Xanax or opiates because those are bad for you. What's something, a drug that can make you relax and is not bad for you. That's what I want. Like the, a little bit of heroin. May, maybe. No. That's a joke. Okay. I think it's weed, but it doesn't I can't work for It doesn't you. Work, work for me. It just makes me paranoid. The last but are you doing, are you experimenting with like strains? Like, are you doing the indica? I've tried indica. I've tried sativa. I've tried high CBD. I've tried everything. And it all makes me like want to crawl. You know what hole. I, my crazy theory is I like no CBD. I get the pure THC. Weird. And it's like way better for me. Huh. But I think that's just maybe how my brain works. Yeah, I think everyone's chemistry is different. Like I've tried uh, what someone told me was a very like just not because I just want something that like knocks me out, makes me sink into the couch. I get jealous when people talk about weed that makes them do that and I'll try it. Into couch. But it it gets my head going a million different directions. I'm like that too. But when I do the like CBD or the no CBD like uh, sativa one, it's like it 
it makes me feel better. The one that is like supposed to make you feel relaxed or whatever is the one that makes me feel like depressed and like kind huh. of in my head and just sort of like weird. But the one that makes me more alert and like talkative and makes things kind of like more fun, I can like relax in that moment. I mean, I can relax or I can not relax. Like I just like Interesting. it. Interesting. Okay. So maybe I'll try that. But I don't know. I don't know. If anyone knows a drug out there that has is perfectly wonderful and has no side effects. What about Prozac? Oh, like one of, but those don't like get you high. No, I mean, what about going, like seeing a doctor <laughs> and getting a Prozac? <laughs> that might be, I, yeah, maybe I should just get, let someone carry me away into an asylum. Well, you don't have to be. <laughs> I mean, I think that SSRIs are like one of the best things that you can do if you're like really struggling. Yeah, I've never, I've never really felt depressed though. Let's, I'll talk about this with my doctor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a good, uh, good piece of advice. Thanks. Uh, so my saddest was, oh, the Jonathan Safran Foer essay Wait, what? about what he has. There's a jo- Jonathan Safran Foer essay. <laughs> yeah, it's called Our Choice. It's called What We Can Do About Climate Crisis. And oh he starts God. off with a very long Holocaust anecdote, oh, and then God. he like goes into how basically climate change is the Holocaust of our generation, and that no one wants to face That's it. That's a really stupid thing. It's to say. well, yeah, because he talks about how like someone. I hate can people stop comparing everything in the world to the fucking Holocaust it's the easiest thing to compare it to it's yeah and it's like just leave the Holocaust alone like isn't it enough that it fucking happened we have to trot it out every single time there's like any type of human rights human rights crisis or environmental crisis like it's not like the Holocaust. It's its own fucking thing. It's, it's thing. totally different. It's just the only thing that it has in common is that they're very, very bad. Yeah, and it's going to kill people. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. It's not the same fucking thing. It was just a way for him to get into this story because he was talking about uh, there was a Holocaust survivor who met a Supreme Court justice in 1943. And the justice, after hearing his account, um, he sat in silence and he said, a man like me talking to a man like you must be totally frank. So I must say, I am unable to believe what you told me. And it's not because he like didn't believe the facts. It's just because he didn't believe that uh, there was like human beings were capable of such evil. And then he, and then Saffron Floor transitions into <laughs> climate change because we can't believe that something is going to be this catastrophic. And what he says, there's four things that every human needs to do to help with climate change. Uh, eating a plant-based diet, avoiding air travel, living car-free, and having fewer children. Okay, well, I'm doing some of those things. I'm doing, well, one doing definitely. two of them. And one because I have no money. I'm doing ch- no children. Mm-hmm. I'm doing no red meat. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm, I'm doing, I mean, I have a car, but it's a Prius. Yeah, the car thing is... It's impossible in LA. It's fun. Well, it's not impossible because I have friends that don't have cars yeah. and they ride bikes and stuff. I just, for for me, Brian Matthew Rucker, it's impossible. I guess, I don't know. Maybe I should. Uh, and then, so then the meat thing. And again, like I'm, I think I'm pretty much where you are on red meat. I don't buy it anymore. I won't really order. Well, I guess I'll get like pepperoni on pizza. I don't know. I'm trying to like cut down as much as possible. But he says beef and cheese are the most important things to not eat. And I was like, fuck, I didn't you even think about the like, dairy and cheese. That obviously comes from cows. cows. What am I thinking? I eat so much fucking cheese. Well, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It's an existential but crisis. I don't, but are the dairy, I think that cheese is like cruel. The dairy industry is like very cruel to the cows. Yeah. But 
I I mean, I guess housing cows is what makes is like and feeding cows. Because it's like, like yeah, feeding them and the, the methane gas and all that stuff. So it's probably not as bad environmentally as beef, but it's still bad. And like yeah. I hate nut cheeses and vegan cheeses. I mean, I love them, luckily for me, but um, they're not, it's not the same. No, I no. need to learn to love them. Well, you don't need to, but. I need, well, whatever the case, I need to cut down on dairy uh, for my gift to the world. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> so I don't know, that was sad. And also, Jonathan, I cannot, poor Jonathan Saffron for I can't think of anything he writes without thinking of that story about him, like attempting to leave his wife for Natalie Portman and Natalie Portman totally like ghosting him. Yeah, poor him. Well, not poor him, just like embarrassing. Shame. Shame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shame on you, Jonathan. What is it about Natalie Portman and straight guys? She's very beautiful, I guess. People love her. Yeah. <laughs> not when she's doing a Southern accent. Ooh, boy. Oh, I'm that fine. New, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Oh, I, will I think see anything it looks so saying. good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to see it. Oh, God, she's great at accents. She should do one of those master classes on accents. She could do Jackie. She could do. Oh my God. Um, Jackie. God damn. That movie was good. She could do uh, X. What's the pop star one she did? Oh, I didn't see that one, but I really wanted to. I want to say X Libris, but that's not what it is. It was something, something like, like that. Something like that. Some Latin thing. And then this one. She has mm. all. She knows all of the accents. Yeah. She knows all the accents. <laughs> uh, you said you would try. What was it? The lentil pasta. Oh, right. Lentil pasta. Um, oh yeah, interesting. I put my pasta on buy, but I guess we would try and buy them. Yeah. Uh, I would try, and I wouldn't actually because it sounds stupid to me. But I wanted to <laughs> talk about it. Okay. They are doing a goop. It's called Goop League in Austin, and it's like a gym, a one day pop up gym for goop people. Okay. And it's basically just like a few classes, like exercise classes. It costs the the. The lower end one is $150. and For a day. For a day. And basically, it is from 7.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. And for $150, this is in Austin, you can get up to three classes, all-day food and drinks, power stations, access to the goop shop. What's a power station? I have no idea. What is access to the goop it's shop? It just means you're allowed to go into a shop and buy things. It doesn't... Doesn't everyone have access to the <laughs> not, goop? These are private ones, I guess. And then a gym bag packed with goop approved gear. And you know, it's going to be like a tiny little exfoliator and like yeah. whatever garbage. That's Probably like one of those water bottles with a crystal in it. I mean, that's... That's worth... That's, that's optimistic. That's worth the yeah. 150 bucks. That is how much they cost. But like... How can you, can anyone do like three exercise classes in a row anyway? It just seems crazy that like, oh, I'm, you're, I'm allowed to like do, like you would go. You would, I think that these women can. These women can, yes. yeah. And then for $200, it's called the Goop League Pass Plus. <laughs> Very creative name. You just get everything from the Goop League Pass and dot, 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 early class scheduling. So you can just sign up early for $50. Okay. <laughs> and this is weird that it's going to be in Austin. I'm curious to see how this goes. Because I'm wondering, like, is this a door opening for Goop to start their own, like, gyms? Like, taking, you know, now that SoulCycle is canceled and yeah. Equinox is canceled, is Goop going to move into that space? I don't think so. I mean, maybe, maybe. But I don't think Equinox or SoulCycle are going to... I don't think those cancellations are going to stick. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't think so either. No. Absolutely not. Most, of, most cancellations don't. Do any? Cancellations? Uh... Bill Cosby. See. Cosby. If you're Jewish Weinstein. or black, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah. Just uh, move to France and start 
Soul yeah, Cycle just there. moved to They'll France. You'll win an Academy Award. <laughs> God, we are spicy on yeah. this one. Uh, all right. So, what would you buy? I would buy. Oh, there was a profile of Aunt Fanny's, the non-toxic uh, cleaning company. I already buy Aunt Fanny. Is it good? I use their Roach Remedy, okay. and well. I just hasn't completely eliminated the problem. Oh, no. Let's be honest, but um, it does it does work. Like I've sprayed it directly on cockroaches and they died, like with raid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, because I'm like really paranoid about that stuff because I have a little dog and I want to use it. I, like if he drank it, he would probably die too. But oh, like, right. it's it doesn't seem like as toxic as like raid or whatever. So I just try to. Just for like, not like I, not for everything, not all, all of my roach killing chemicals How are How many roaches clean. do you have in here? Quite a few. <laughs> but they're German. Oh, sure. They're the germ. Those are the little ones. I thought that meant so you are, it's okay to exterminate them. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I mean like if it was like the big like American roaches, okay. I would like, I would move. But it's like the little German, German ones cute. that I'm like. I, I mean, I hate them, but it's like they're not making me commit suicide yeah, yeah, yeah. every day. Um, but yeah. Uh, we had like a trail of ants. Yeah. And I was like in, I was watching TV or something and then I smelled what I thought was like a very sexy cologne that John was spraying on himself. Oh my God. I'm like, what is this new scent that John's wear, er, wearing? And then I like looked up and he's spraying Raid. It was <laughs> Raid. Wow. And I literally uh, threw myself out the window. Yeah, you were like, mm. I was like, what is this? Ooh, yeah. mysterious musk. Oh, but Raid is, I mean, hey, if you're putting on some Raid, I'll fuck you. <laughs> and then you'll die. You'll both die. I'll both die, yeah. That's beautiful. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay. We're done. Wait, so Aunt Fanny's, Aunt Fanny's, that's what it's called? Why does every cleaning thing has to be named after like this sad Mm. spinster woman? Because the culture is broken. I guess so. Huh. People respond to it because they think like, um, they think women are better at cleaning houses than men. Except for Mr. Clean. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But like Mr. Like Mr. Clean's not, He's a mascot. He is a mascot. Yeah. And he's, I think else. he's, he's like a castrated, he's like a eunuch. He's like a, he's like all buff. A yeah. little brawny man. Yeah. Bra- well, the brawny man's definitely not a eunuch. No, he fucks. Definitely. <laughs> Mr. Clean. I'm not so sure. Mr. Clean eats pussy. Yeah. 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 He has a micro that penis. bald head. <laughs> <laughs> so he has to work a little harder, but he's, he has sad. to work he's a little harder, but he'll do it. Yeah. Great. I think we're done guys. Please. If you haven't, uh, unsubscribe by now we deeply deeply thank you yeah thank you so much for listening to this whole thing uh, and as we all plunge into the abyss of the next year or two I hope you'll come with us thanks for listening join our patreon uh, greatest five stars buy our merch yes um, yeah and uh, we'll we will talk week. to you next week bye, bye.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 